Well, we did it, guys and gals and everyone listening. We are Waldman's Words, and this is the 200th episode, meaning we've had 200 episodes. Woo! Oh, my God. Emily, I see you over this Skype thing, and that reaction was like, what the hell did he just say? He said it. Scott Waldman said it. I'm just thinking, like, we've done this 200 times. I don't know if I've ever done anything 200 times. I guess I've, like, fallen asleep and drank water 200 times in my lifetime, for sure. Well, I can argue that you've done the editing 200 times, and I've done the editing zero times, so... That's not true. What? Fish used to edit the shows way back when. Do you remember that? Oh my god. Well, you've done the editing more than I have, and so has Fish. I've been on every episode, so thank you to me. And you've been on most of them, so thank you to you. But Jed, new addition, who's looking at me like I tooted. (laughs) You're a part of this now. I am now. And even though it's only been like a few dozen, that was like February when we really started getting rolling. So I'm like, you know, my feet are wet. The water's up to like my mid calves, but the water I'm nowhere, words. Yeah, I'm nowhere deep as you guys. Emily's yeah. done the vast majority, right? And then Scott's been her yeah. single one. I mean, it's been quite a ride. Last time when we were celebrating our centennial episode, we were just really, really overly ambitious and broke it out into three parts, which I think is dope. This time we're not doing that. We're doing it all on this one episode, and then next week, we've got Frank Zumo on the show. It is an exciting couple weeks. And then after that, I believe it's Kate McMahon. Oh my god. Look at that. That's the only schedule I recognize, or remember. (laughs) Well, I think that this would be an appropriate time for me to shut the hell up, and for Jed to talk about A, our Twitch, and B, how you can check out the show. Oh. Well, I was going to talk about how everybody likes a clip show. And while this isn't exactly a clip show, it's still very fun. We're taking a walk down memory lane. Enjoy it. We are Waldman's Words, and we air here on Adobe. You better be listening to this live. But we also stream live the show Waldman's Words live the hour before we go live on Adobe. Twitch.tv slash Waldman's Words. We goof it every day so we can dominate your Tuesday afternoon right before the show. We love it, so we know you're gonna. I think that was beautiful. You know what this episode is? Right before we have to log off here because we only have a few more seconds. This is the musical episode of your one favorite teen sitcom that you always skip over on Netflix, but this is the one that you're not going to want to skip. Perfect analogy. Cobra Kai! I've never seen it, but I have listened to a lot of Waldman's words, so you should too stick around and listen to the show. Hello, welcome to the specialist of all specials, episode 200, two frickin' hundred of Waldman's words. Last time when we had a specialist of special episodes, we celebrated the hundredth episode into three parts. The goal for this one is just to be one part, but you never know. We might go wild and crazy. Emily, woo! Burke, woo! 
Jed, I was just about to shout you out and you wooed, but that's fine. <laughs> Emily Burke was a wonderful co-host for many of the episodes over the first 100. She edited all of them and then graduated college and was a permanent co-host. And then we recently added Jed Fuchs to the fold. So hi, Emily, and hi, Jed. Yeah. Hi. What up? So we did it. I think a good way to start this is by talking about the first episode after the three-part special where we highlight the first 100. And Emily Burke actually had a chance to have Burke's words by interviewing the illustrious Scott Waldman. So I'll let Emily talk about that one. Um, if I'm being honest, I have an awful, awful short-term memory. I barely remember it, but what I do remember. <laughs> That's is a I great way to start the show. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm being honest. I could I could have lied, and you could have been like that never happened. Plus- but I think. That's why it's great that we have it recorded and on Spotify. I could go back and listen whenever I want. Yeah. Especially considering that's long-term memory that you're referencing right there. So maybe you do want to pop that epi back open. At what point does it become long-term and not short-term? Like a day or two. Like you use the info right away and then you store it. Well, goldfish lose their memory every like 10 seconds, right? Something like that. Sorry, what did you just say? Exactly. (laughs) Jed is the goldfish of Walden's words. Hell yeah. Guppy. (laughs) And Emily's our beautiful tropical fish. Yes. One of them at every single Chinese restaurant across the the state. (laughs) Emily, how was interviewing Scott? Was he even a good interviewee? I mean, yeah, he's done it a bunch of times. I was trying to get some like, other information because at the point that we recorded this episode I had already known him for a little over two years so I'm like all right let's try to get something juicy out um we'll do that later with the rants but we also yeah the rants though I took a different approach because I was just trying to piss you off and you did (laughs) this interview I might have pissed you off but that was not the intention I don't recall being pissed off on that and the rants it wasn't like pissed off. It was more frustrated or baited, but I guess the, another person to highlight, we don't even need to talk about the episode in particular. We just talk about the person uh, is Tim Dove who works for Ernie ball, guitar giant and a lot of the artist relations. And it was really cool just hearing that side because we get a lot of managers. We get a lot of agents, label people, people in the marketing world. He is the first and only person from the strings community here and the Mm. guitar gear community. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Ernie Ball is a household name. Yeah. Jed. Yeah. Do you play guitar along with like Combies and John and all them or never? Never once in my life. I was never disciplined enough to attempt to learn and practice at something. Not a skill I possess. Well, you destroyed my follow-up question. Okay. I did borrow John's bass for like a few months though and started to teach myself. But I thought I was so cool. So I started to try to teach myself uh, uh, Star Fucking Hipsters and Leftover Crack and Rancid songs. But those were way too hard to try to learn. I should not have been trying to do those. Yo, I'm I'm trying to become a baseball player. I'm going to practice being Nolan Ryan. Yeah, I'm immediately going to start hitting home runs and stealing first. 
All right. Well, then maybe someone else to highlight. We had another person. We don't do this too much. We did this last hundred, the last centennial with Casey Quigley from, you know, uh, Living the Dream Foundation. And then Sam Tall, artist manager Sam Tall, holiday special. We ended 2018, the last Tuesday of that year, with Sam Tall Part 1. And the very first Tuesday of 2019, January 2nd, Sam Tall opened. So that's a pretty cool thing. Wow. Technically January 1st, because remember these come out the day after the episode airs. Oh, shit. You're probably, you're right. So it aired on Christmas Day and Christmas Day. So what? A real holiday special. Oh, I mean, for you guys. Yeah, it's I guess a, Rock Hanukkah, right? It's a Christmas miracle. How the hell? That's pretty great. And let's talk about the consistency. How long is this show recorded on a Wednesday and aired on a Tuesday? The entire time. The entire time you've never rescheduled. Based no, we reschedule. I mean, I mean, we have, the, we have a, a permanent time on Wednesdays, and we've went to the studio other times as well, but we really try to have it then because Adobe is generous enough to let us use the studio. You know, there's no cost to us, of course, but there's so many other shows that recorded Adobe. So we're very, very fortunate that they give us the facilities to, and obviously for the past six ish months, we've been doing it from studio Waldman, Fuchs and Burke. Yeah. Wald Burke Fuchs Studios. I have a question Man. for you, Jed. Yeah. Before you came on board, do you recall any episodes of the show? Not by name, because I was listening to them because of you and to learn more, but wow, I couldn't tell you who those were. Well, that's happy upsetting. So next, yeah. you're asking me a lot of good questions and I'm giving a lot of bad answers. I mean, that's the theme of the show. Okay. <laughs> so next, bad right after right after Sam Tall, actually, the day that we recorded the Sam Tall interview, we had Ben Mensch Thurlow, who is actually the agent for the Plain White Tees and Hawthorne Heights at APA came into the studio. So, and I believe he biked there. From uh, his domicile up the 405 and the 101. So you're a fucking what? The what? fuck? Again, I don't remember this. Well, that's right there. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't for this one. What date did this come out? Well, it was, it aired on the 8th of January. So it was recorded, no. I believe, December of that year. I'm not sure. You might, you might have either had done finals or I'm not sure. I don't think I was there for that one. I'm sorry. I missed you, Ben. I recorded or I edited your episode. <laughs> well, were you there for the Zach Yoshioka one? I don't think so. Well, Zach is an artist manager for many a band, but Adobe favorites Escape the Fate were even part of it. Wow. And that's some like hardcore talent right there. That's some, sorry? That's some hardcore talent right there. Oh my God, those dudes can fucking play. And later, actually, we're going to go jump way ahead. We had Escape the Fate guitarist, Kevin Thrasher, on the show. He's cool. He's a cool, I was there for that one. (laughs) You were 100% there for that one. Yeah, he's a chill dude. Talk about a guy that just has like a presence, you know? He can walk into any room immediately like, 
That dude. That dude's in a band he's, and also he's, he's sponsored by 1986. <laughs> Rockstar vibes. Yeah, just like such good energy, such good vibes, like can command a room in a second. Well, shortly after, you know, Zach came in, we had one of his clients, Cameron Mizell, who's produced Sleeping with Sirens, Woe is Me, Memphis Mayfire, Hands Like Houses, basically any Rise Records album that came out in the early 2010s, Cameron was a part of it. Shit. That's yeah, cool. Shit ass. And like, this is where you guys pull, you pull one name, you pull one Cameron Mizell, and you've got a decade of stories. A decade uh, under the influence. Ah, like who exactly though? Who has he not seen doing cocaine off of a music note stand? Everyone. Everyone. That's how music works. You go in, you do a line of blow, you record your lines. Well, I just want to say another thing is that um, we had Josh Terry, who owns Workshop Management, and they manage Mayday Parade, and they're just a really cool company based out of Nashville. And shortly after we had Josh Terry on, he's a partner with Sad Summerfest. So Emily and I actually got to meet him in person, and we were treated quite well. In fact, we had all the white claws we could drink. Ooh! Also, sad summer, super sad that it got canceled for 2020, but also was the safest move, so I can't be upset. There are people dying. Um, <laughs> but, you know, sad summer 2021, <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. Or and, canceled. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully not canceled because the first, the inaugural summer of it, they put so much work in. Big shout out to Josh Terry and the entire team over there because they really made it, like, so fantastic, especially because I think people were trying to fill a warp tour size hole in their hearts. Aww. And they're like, we're not trying to be warp tour. Like we're not going to be warp tour, but we're sad summer festival. But they really marketed great. well to like, cause warp tour was known for having a hodgepodge of like old school bands, kind of staple bands and then up and comers. And I feel that sad summer had some, you know, of the staples, but it was mostly up and comers. Yeah. And cool. And what's crazy is like the staple and the headliner one disrupt festival. Emily and I were lucky enough to go to the one in Irvine where it was packed and amazing. It was thrice some 41 circus revived the U, but it actually did not do well in most markets at all. And sad Summerfest with bands like Mayday Parade, the main and state champs who are definitely smaller than the bands we mentioned did better. And I believe it's because Sad Summer was more realistic in terms of venue size and Disrupt really, really thought that they were going to like pretty much be warped. And it wasn't. It, they, they called it Disrupt. That, that was their goal. And that's a, the ambitious goal. That's what everyone's trying to do. But uh, yeah, you got to set your goals. You got a four-year strong. <laughs> oh, just saying. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, obviously we're we're rolling through these. I'm um, I'm trying to think of a good one to highlight. I think actually this was one of my favorite episodes. Remember when I wrote that top ten for Substream of my favorite episodes? Colin Britton. He is a producer for bands like One OK Rock, Hands Like Houses, and he's just a really, really, really talented guy and. He was a last minute guest. Like we had a guest flake, like literally like five minutes before, 
which well, happens, I'd say it happens more than I'd like, but not that many times. Okay. Is that fair, Emily? I think so. I mean, with Cotton, uh, Cotton, Colin Britton, <laughs> um, Cotton I, only have, Britton. I, I only have four words for that episode why I was so excited about it. Five seconds of summer. I was leaving that for you. Hell yeah. Five songs. So Colin's a really amazing songwriter. He works with all of these bands. Honestly, if you're a fan of like Five Sauce and who else? Like he's done Dashboard <laughs> Professional, all of those. The only Real. thing worse than saying five seconds of summer is saying five sauce. You don't like five? That's that's how you say it. You've never heard that? <laughs> it makes yeah, sense. So like, rock. I, I, I left it. If you say yeah. five SOS, like you're gonna you're gonna catch hands with someone, I swear to God. Yeah. Is a like, 17-year-old girl on Tumblr gonna tell me I'm not in the scene? <laughs> Here's the thing though, is that they were really big in like 2014, 2015 when I was 17. So now all of us are 23. Got it. And now they're not afraid stuff. to catch a charge. No. So speaking of good music, we had <laughs> clients, the underclassmen on. Justin and Dan came to the studio and had a romp of an episode. Currently, the underclassmen have three songs out now, and it was really dope to have them in the studio because they were really fresh-faced. And right after that, we had a legend of a manager on, Randy Nichols, who manages Under Oath and The Starting Line, East Coast Dude, and he lives in my hometown. He lives in Long Beach, New York. What? Yep, and Long Jed's Beach, wearing a Lido Beach shirt. What? I'm wearing one right now. Yeah. Long Beach, New York, the other Long Beach. Yep. Uh that's um that's another one where like I've said it off the air, but like you guys get the best fucking guests for this show, man. Like this isn't just some fuck ass three people you don't care about talk about stuff you don't care about. Like you guys get great people on this show and that's a great example of like how many stories does he have? How many years? How many decades of tales? I mean, let's start at the starting line, right? <laughs> oh. Check your Venmo, Jed, because you said nice things. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> right after that, we had fellow Adobe host slash kind of pop punk legend, Jarrett Reddick of the band Bowling for Soup. Hilarious dude. And he actually, I did not advise him to do this, but he made a bet with me on the air and he fucking lost. Just saying. What? What was the bet? He bet me on a song by this band called Super Drag that I'm like a super fan for. Uh, and I was like, it came out on this album. He's like, no, it came out on that. I'm like, dude, you don't want to bet me on this. Like, <laughs> it's like you're asking me about like a Waldman's Words episode or <laughs> normally about a Waldman. Wait. And basically, <laughs> you know, he, he made the bet and he fucking lost, but he paid up. And now we're wow. friends. Wow, you're bowling for pain here, Jarrett. Uh, no, I love his show on Adobe too. I do too, and I was actually on it twice. In fact, I was the first guest to be on twice. Wow, wow. dad show. Because that you means- are a rock star dad. Oh, I think that means that we have to get Jarrett on three times. On ah. You got to one up him. But Not we don't double book guests. We don't do that here, man. Yeah. yeah, but we've had people who've had two episodes already. It's just Tom and Emily. They, they, but people haven't had like episodes highlighted. Like like maybe they could be like a co-host or something. Uh, yes. I'm Technicality. Yeah. Technicality. Sorry, Jared, come on two me. more times. That's that's how Scott does it. Bob Bradley was a guest and then he was a co-host. Exactly. 
Um, so we actually had a, I wouldn't say controversial, but more revealing, like TMZ style than I thought. We had Cash Colligan, who was in the band The Cab. He he did not hold back. Oh, yeah. He spilled some beans. He dropped some hot tea. He spilled a lot of beans. And and actually, like the tea you're pointing to. And it's funny. <laughs> on the description on uh, Spotify, which obviously Emily made, it says, Cash joins hashtag WW to talk about Taco Bell and his story as a musician. <laughs> But that's not the whole story, is it? Oh, no, no, Hey, no. I'm not going to advertise that this one is a, a, a TMZ juicy one because we're usually not that kind of show. Nope. Okay. Emily, so I want one. you to talk about this one because this is Waldman's Rants with Tom Kunzman and Emily Burke. Um, this one was the most fun for me because I get no better enjoyment than pissing people off. And it's truly the only thing that I live for. Um, And I I just feel so lucky that I live and work in an environment in which the people around me are like, hey, I want you to piss me off today. (laughs) Oh, you do. Is that the music industry, though? Everyone's just a glutton for pain? No, usually people are just like, oh, I'm going to piss you off today. Not you could piss me off today. Yeah, people don't Uh, usually ask for people to do that to them because if you work in the music industry, you're just going to get pissed off no matter what. Right. So the rant episode, me and we had Tom Kunzman call in from the beautiful state of New Jersey, uh, which I believe actually gets brought up in this episode. Uh, And Scott had some thoughts on the state of New Jersey as a whole. So. If you are sensitive about the state of New Jersey and why it sucks, maybe don't listen to this one. Um, (laughs) And don't cancel us. Yeah. No one's ever been canceled for hating on New Jersey. State of New Jersey, you can cancel me. I don't care. What am I going to do about it? (laughs) Why would I ever ever go to Jersey? Is it going to affect my life that much? You couldn't get a flight to JFK or LaGuardia so that you fly to Newark and then you get the fuck out. Yeah. Exactly. Because now here's where I start to be able to speak from personal experience. Yay! I finally, finally did do an episode where Tom and Emily came into the studio. Like a year plus after this first one, they were on a tour. Less than a year. Brought, less, less than a year. Less than a year after this? Yeah, because we're already yeah. like the Rants episode oh, was recorded. Um, well, it, it it aired on July 30th. Of yeah. 2019, so shortly yeah. after that, like about a half a year later. Yeah, that's crazy. So really not that far later. So finally my era is starting to begin. But Tom and Emily are great. You guys, of course, co-manage them as 18th and Addison, which I'm sure is just a joy. And yeah, that's why... good people. I, yeah. We haven't had any drama with them. We've had drama surrounding them, but never like... We never dealt with anything with them. They're just... Two extremely sweet, affable, hardworking, and passionate people. So they're a blessing. And yeah. I guess we can get to Bob Bradley because this is when it was just Bob on the show. Hell yeah. Yeah. And he is a fake figure member. He's a publicist. He's a bass player. He's a dad. He's a realtor. But most importantly, he's my friend. Yeah. That's... And I mean, just badass. Nice dude. And then shortly after that is when you met him in person, Jed. But 
We're getting there. We actually, because the first episode of the rants was so much fun for us and some of our listeners, we did another rant episode right after that. What? What? Tell me about these rant episodes. I'll let Emily. I don't know what else to say other than what I said before, where if I just, I just love pushing people's buttons. Um, Thanks. Spe- no problem. Specifics, please. Are we talking about like industry stuff or more how you hate wet lettuce? I do hate wet lettuce. <laughs> and so the Burks rants, I was so happy because I have a lot of built up anger. Um, that's a weird transition. I was so happy because I have a lot of built-up anger. Built-up anger. It's true. So, yeah, no, it goes through, like, music and then also just, like, everyday life. Like, what really gets, what really ticks us off. Just something that, you you know, when you're around someone so often, you kind of notice, like, random little things where it's like, that's kind of a weird thing. And then you finally get to bring it up in a public setting in front of thousands of people online radio. So that's cool. Oh, they must love that. (laughs) Hey, so you know how you chew like really weird? Let's talk about that. (laughs) Well, Emily, I think this might be a really good time because we only have three minutes left in segment one. Why don't you show Jed right now? Give me a time limit of like one minute or two minutes to go on a rant on any topic. Well, you have three minutes left in the episode. So go for two minutes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Two minutes. Okay, I, I got this. Um, is this for you or Jed? Me. So Jed can hear it. And then we could do a Jed Fuchs rant to start the second half. Oh God. I don't know if I've replenished my things that tick Scott off since our last rant episode. Well, there's a lot of current things that we talk about all the time that we haven't talked about in a rant. Emily, who knows better than you? There's one off the top of my head. Yeah, but I also don't want to get him canceled well that's i was i thought it was going to be about like cancel culture but it could be any but but no. it should be something that i have no idea what you're going to say yeah because cancel culture we, we talk publicly a lot about so i feel like we've already heard it um and then you gotta time me i can't look at the clock i don't know i feel like this has got to be a second half i need to think about it because there's one that's coming to my mind that would definitely get you canceled because he talked about it yesterday no, i don't want me to get canceled i want to <laughs> scott I know. scott doesn't do things that would get him canceled for one Thank two emily you you can't just bring up anything involving grammar you can't just bring up anything oh, involving- i already did it yes. listen okay. to the rant episodes oh okay listen to the rant episodes people all right. Well, you know what? We have about a minute and a half left. So I'll 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 just litmus test this with Jed for one minute to rant. All right. You ready? Uh oh. Calabasas. Go. Okay. <laughs> the fucking, you know, god damn it, what was the show? Weeds. It was exactly like that, except for not funny. Little houses on the hillside. Everybody was rich and Jewish, which sounds like a good thing. Like, that sounds like something I would be into. But the, the, the homogeneity was just not not to be outdone. I was I was rolling into the senior year and like my dad's normal car and old Prius getting ready to go to school. Everyone's cruising in in their Beamers. Everybody's got the nicest cars. Starbucks in hand. Eh, 
I had such a small group of friends I loved so much because everyone else in Calabasas is an asshole. Rant not over. You started. You opened a box, Scott. We're going to take a quick break here on Adobe Radio. No, no. You, you're, you're interrupting your rant with an ad. You still wow. had a few more seconds, pussy. Oh, I'm not. Oh, I'm nowhere near done. No, no. You, have a good rant. You, 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 did, you chose to relinquish 10 seconds and just say yeah. 50, but that's fine. No. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> you can that's out. an example of a rant. So yeah. we're going to take a short break and then one of these two is going to find a way to piss me off in the second half. And then we're going to go right back into the Waldman's Words episodes from the second centennial episodes 100 through now. And I guess we should just start with 18th and Addison in general, because that's when both of them were on. But stick around for Waldman's Words and then I'm going to get destroyed. All right, we are here on part D of Waldman's Words, episode 200, wherein we're highlighting specific episodes from episode 100 till now. And mathematically, you can listen to every single episode consecutively, and it'll be about a week of your life. So we're going to go right to me having an opportunity to go on a rant for two minutes straight. Emily will keep time, and Jed could bring up a topic, or Emily could bring up a topic. And Jed could keep time. Hmm. I'm ready on the time. Should I do what? two minutes or one like you did? What's going to piss or off? Or 50 seconds like you did. Well, I'm not dying. Oh, you opened a can of Calabasas worms, baby. Can of Persian sauce. <laughs> oh, but no, we'll give him two minutes. But what's the subject going to be, Emily? How are we going to piss this guy off? I already have come up with eight different things that I have noticed. <laughs> and it's even more difficult now because I haven't actually seen him in person for almost six months. Yeah, and I keep mm. my opinions tight-lipped. Yeah. Scott, <laughs> here on Waldman's Word, Scott Waldman never shares his opinions. Nope. But I know what you mean, Emily. You haven't been, like, exposed to him constantly so that you can piss him off correctly. So, exactly. But you're the expert here. How are we going to do this? Hmm. You guys... I'm trying to think back. I'll tell right, well, while you think, I'll just say the episode we're going to highlight right now is 18th and Addison. This is prior to them coming to LA and coming into the studio. But was this the episode where I interviewed Tom and you interviewed Kate? Huh. I think it might be. That was pretty cool. I just liked like it. Side by side. Well, I mean, we didn't air it at the same time, so, like, both of our questions were drowning each other out. That was what I was guessing, is that you were just going back and forth. Is that not the case? No, I think the first half was me interviewing Tom, and the second half was Emily interviewing Kate. It's great, because usually Kate and I just listen to Tom and Scott talk, and then we... We exchange gla- glances and go, mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have a topic for me to rant about, this episode was one wherein you were in the studio filming, actually, the next yes. two consecutive ones. And the first one was with Derek Brewer, who manages uh, Crown the Empire, Dance Gavin Dance, a number Ooh. of others. And Jed's a super fan of Dance Gavin Dance. Dance Gavin Dance, baby! And the next episode was Travis Miguel from the band Atreyu with the aforementioned Bob Bradley co-host. Oh, yeah. And Bo Brads is a big 
mainstay here on the show. So you can see his name is going to pop up a few times. But Travis, too. Man, I thought I was meeting like a legend with Derek, and I did. And then Travis Miguel, a Trey you, my gosh, how cool was that? And that actually, shortly after that, I ended up co-managing Travis. So that was pretty pretty effing cool. But rant time? Do you have a topic? Come on! I'm deferring to Emily. She has the good juice, but I, I don't know why you guys think I do. I've done two rant episodes with you, Scott. I came out with eight different things. You Can you great. name something right now that I could rant on? Or would you need time to think no, about No, I it? could come up with that. I came up with Jed's thing. You want me, do you want a minute rant or a two-minute rant? I don't even want to rant. I don't have the energy. <laughs> Actually, no. That's not true. I always have the energy to I'm ready. be angry. I'm ready to time it. All right. How about this? You have a one-minute rant? Yeah. Body positivity. See, I was avoiding that one for you. Okay. Because oh. I, I don't want to get canceled. All right. Oh. Uh, that's, rant- that's what we talked about yesterday that I said I'm not going to bring up because it would definitely get you canceled. Well, I would get canceled. Um, I would too, all honestly. Right. Rant number two the college system in America. I don't really have anything. Bad How to say much about. money did you pay <laughs> to get something you could have gotten online for free? Here's- A YouTuber could have told you exactly how to do. I'm telling you that I, she works, you know, in an equity position in my company, but I don't know if I would have given her that had she not had her college degree. Okay. Hmm. Because that was actually a contingency part of it. I said, you got to graduate school and that's your priority. And then when you're done with school, you are mine. (laughs) He said it like that too. Like he's in dark crystal. I have no problem with higher education. I know we brought this up in the show before uh, where it's like, oh, like college is a scam. But that's just because of the way it's set up in America right now. Like they really just like. That's why I said in America. Yeah. No one would have been better. For me or for you? For me. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't have anything. I don't have any problem with college. I think it should be affordable for everybody. And I think like this would go deeper into a political issue than I want it to go. Because um, I think it's not as much a school issue as it is like a politics issue. By the way, Emily is um, very animated during this part. She's moving her hands quite a lot. A lot of hand waving. A lot of hands. That's how I talk. And you're back in the office, I see. I am. Yeah. Air conditioning. Um. But I think what's really interesting, and maybe we should bring this up on a later. Okay, we're coming up with episodes of Walman's Words right now because I'd like to get your opinions on this, and I'm not going to waste on the 200th episode because this could be very, very interesting. It's got to be inevitable within the entertainment industry in 2020 to not do an unpaid internship. And I think unpaid internships in itself are only for the privileged. And so I think it's really discrediting a lot of like, willing and like great candidates because they can't afford to work for free the way that like some people can so like i check my privilege where it's like while i was in college i was being supported by my parents and i could work for free for as long as i wanted because i was still working but like a lot of people can't so i think that system which kind of goes hand in hand with the american college system i think you're right is like what's really well a number of people who were you know having jobs to help pay for college while taking out loans over the summer 
it, it you couldn't afford to intern at a Fortune 500. You have to have yeah. that server job or that retail job to help pay for it. And the yeah. people that you know don't have the debt can take a job where they pay money to work by taking a train into the city or what have you. But since we're not doing a rant because you guys are both sellouts, we could just continue with it <laughs> right here and say, actually, ironically, the next episode I'm going to talk about was Burke's rants with Scott yes. Waldman. So yeah. how do you like that, Soggy Lettuce? Another gem. I mean, I don't you, think- asked, you asked some good questions, Scott, and then you asked her about Soggy Lettuce, and then she really took off. It's just, you, you know, because you could like, Ooh, it like I get squeamish. She could like feel it. It just like, invokes like a physical reaction. Can we do that a wet lettuce ASMR? Physical. Where you like shake the box up with all the sauce on the inside and then it get the, there's no crunch when you dip the fork into it. Ever, all of the dressing slides off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like just think about it too long. You're going to be like... Oh. Those three were my first in the studio. That was when Scott hired me and my one-man production company to come shoot three epis in a row. Derek Brewer, Travis and Bob, and then Burt's Rants. It was a it was a big day. We got a lot done. I'm so happy that happened. I know. Same. We gotta fuck do some shit with that content, baby. You're well, sitting on it. You got some good stuff. Well, speaking of sitting on it, we we discussed Zach Yoshioka, and then we jumped to Kevin Thrasher, but we're up to the Kevin Thrasher episode. And I just want you to know that since that episode happened, Kevin did a lot of production with MGK. <gasps> so that's pretty big deal. Max, Max Gary Caldman? Yep, Max Gary <laughs> Caldman. We love confusing those two. Scott hates it. <laughs> if uh, if people aren't watching the Twitch streams right now, yeah. you're really missing out. Um, we get a lot of action with Scott's son, Max. Find out who MGW is and my who boy. he's going to be for Halloween. My buddy boy, bro. Yeah. Um, but you know who we had on the show right after Kevin, who I really, really liked and now I still talk to is Dan Estrin from Superstars Hoobastank, who, you know, Agora Calabasas Legends. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. And now we're basically neighbors. Really? Yeah. We live like, I think I'm like here and he's like right here. Well, you can't see it. This is a podcast. But yeah, Dan that was very helpful. Well, I'm here and you're here. We live like a minute away from each other. And like, let's be clear Hoobastank is the biggest and best band to come out of agora high we're very you got to be discerning if you're not local it might seem like it's all the same agora high and calabasas high could not be more bitter of enemies are they i don't i don't know but i do know that i remember i was driving on the 101 and i was driving like after calabasas and then i see like people riding fucking horses on the side of the road and i'm like Yeah. yeah It, Agora, is that still LA County or is that um Ventura County? So Agora is, so once Calabasas ends, that's yeah. where Ventura begins. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. Calabasas is the last one. However, because Calabasas is so rich and white, we got in their school system. We're not LAUSD, we're Los Virginis Unified. And so that was really the big, big debate. We are the more recent addition. And Calabasas, kind of younger, kind of newer, kind of more liberal. Agora, kind of older, kind of more conservative. So 
Hoobastank, Is really. Is more concerned? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, if anyone here grew up in the San Fernando Valley and, uh-huh. ever, like, drove, like, the 101 uh, north to Canaan or to get to the beaches or anything like that. Yes. Everyone knows that if you, as soon as you go into Ventura County lines, like, you have to drive, like, a 60-year-old woman or you're getting pulled over. Yeah. Like, the cops in Ventura County, yes. they don't give a fuck. <laughs> They're just gonna... They're there to make money. The LA yeah. cops move to Ventura County because the cops there are way more... Because they don't want to live in their LA and the cops there are even more hardcore. Yeah. But uh, Hoobastank, the badasses who made it out of Agora... And, they were, and and they found a reason. So yeah, I'll just say this: I don't often talk about former clients, and I would never air dirty laundry publicly. It's just not my oh, style. Yeah. But we had a buddy of mine and Emily's who was on the roster, and because of the pandemic, he had to change careers. He just can't uh, be the studio he works at. He hasn't even been able to go to. John Ferrara of the band Trophy Scars, great guest, passionate dude, very, very knowledgeable about recording and gear. He's no longer on the Walden Management roster, but if he ever goes back to being a full-time producer, he is. That's it. I just wanted to leave you on that note. Hell yeah. That's that's that Waldman love right there, baby. Well, speaking of love, the next two people literally are matchmakers for a living. Yeah. We had Destin Pfaff and Rachel Federoff, who were on the show Millionaire Matchmaker and now what? have their own matchmaking company. And for me, being actually a fan of the Millionaire Matchmaker show, uh, which is kind uh, of lot like watching murder porn, it's great. I I have Scott's rant question ready to run. <laughs> it's like watching, like, or maybe it's masochistic. Anyway. Right. In the way that. Millennial women love murder podcasts. Torture Scott likes porn. millionaire mob. Yeah. Yeah. Torture porn. No, that's something else. Oh, no, torture yeah, porn is like hostile and. Oh, okay. Like that's All right. The torture Hilt porn. Eyes. Got you. Got yeah. you. I'm ready for I'm ready for Scott's rant question. When when <laughs> are we doing end, that? We can save it. We can save it. We don't have Let's much time. Going. We've Let's got, keep going. We've got just over eleven minutes left. Maybe at like the five minute mark. I'm not going to tell you when to do it, but you fucking better do it. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. All right. Now we're getting, we're getting into where I started a few guests later is my first episode that I'm, that I'm featured on. Uh, Which one's that? Skylar Funk, baby. Well, let's, before we get to the funk, I just want to shout out, uh, both Rob McDermott and Chris Qualls, Rob McDermott was Lincoln Park's fucking manager. So as big as Hoobastank is in the Valley, one could probably argue that Lincoln Park is the biggest band ever to come from the Valley. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fair. I can't think of a bigger band from the Valley. Sometimes when you ask, people people be like, Bad Religion, dude. I was going to say Bad Religion. I love Bad Religion. They're not as famous, for sure. Lincoln Park's doing more records of hybrid theory than Bad Religion's entire catalog. That's probably true. I haven't done the so, math, but and and I love Bad Religion. In fact, I like Bad Religion more than I like Lincoln Park. But that doesn't matter. This is just pure numbers and business. It's like and, yeah. I like the Shawshank Redemption more than Avatar, but Avatar is a bigger movie. <laughs> if it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. Hey. And then 
Chris Qualls, Title Babes. And you were a part of when we interviewed Lindsay, who by the time this episode airs, her episode will have aired, but it hasn't aired yet. I think her episode's actually next week, Which September, means a few weeks the first ago. episode of September. Yeah. <laughs> buckle up, buckle up, idiots. So we had both of the babes. We had yep, Title Babes and songwriter Chris Qualls. And now, talk about the funk, baby. Sky Foo! Now, why is he listed way... Because my episode, I was a guest on the show as I became a co-host. Right before I became a co-host, I was asked to be a guest. And I do like to think that that was my my, uh, audition. That was how Scott made sure I would actually be good on air. And as I say that, I can't find the words and sound stupid. I wanted to make sure that I was eloquente. Oh, yes. I love her. The Immediately after did we record Skylar Funk, and I'm still friends with that guy to this day. From meeting him, I got to shoot with him, and this guy's just a badass all around in terms of like environmentalism and Trapdoor social. social cool-ass band. And really cool band. I just want to give a shout-out to Jed because Jed really does a good job post-show of keeping in contact with a lot of the guests and he handles a lot of the socials and nags me every time I share a story without sound. Cause oh my God. I'm fucking stupid. Oh my God. He shares a story that goes out without sound. Like once a week. I literally just click share. <laughs> okay. So yeah, obviously we interviewed Jed Fuchs, yada, yada, yada. I think the next <laughs> you probably wouldn't expect me to shout out. I think this was actually Emily's favorite show and it was Heather Allen. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at Emily right now, and she looks like a stone child. So I'd love to hear her talk about Heather. Episode. Heather, I love your episode so, 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 so much. I don't know if you know how much, like, me and Tom and Kate from 18th and Addison, like, absolutely love this episode. If you didn't know, 18th and Addison were right after her, so they were sitting in the room while she was recording this. Um, just like, they had the an episode fact, next. They did they one did. Right, right after just the best energy in a person, the most amazing talking voice. Like I could hear her, like I could listen to her talk forever. Like I absolutely loved the Heather Allen episode so much. And it's probably in my top five episodes of Walden's Words we've ever done. And this is episode 200. So I don't get it, but okay. I thought it was good. Do I thought it was your rant question now. We're almost like right now we're already approaching March of this year, which is like yeah. just before pandemic. Right. This is the last couple ones that we did in the studio, actually. And look, Emily, see, we were able to do a lot of the, yeah. like we skipped over. We just glossed it. The other one, we were just like really talking way too much. Fuck that. Did anyway. Real quick too, when Dan and Robbo from Death by Stereo came in and they were like, Hey, we're so good to meet you. They were like, got any beer? <laughs> like, ah, we got White Claw, and they were like, cool, we'll take it. They were great. They were very, they were, they were very fun. They were fun, and just before that, we had, we had so far we've had two-fifths of a Treyu on the show, because yeah. Brandon Saller, drummer and vocalist, was on just before Death by Stereo, so a lot of rockers were in. Is this the time when you're going to ask me stuff? Is it? T- Wait, we're so close. We're, we're really we're working up. We're and a half minutes. You want me just to blister through these and then rant? Because I could do it like... Because now we're at the start of COVID. Now we're at the well, we had March a coping episode. with COVID episode. We did a full coping episode. Just Sorry, to we like didn't cure it, guys. It was emotional help, not physical. Yeah, help. yeah, for real. Um, uh, 
I'm trying to think. I'm scrolling. Elliot Resnick. I'll just go Oh, there. I was just going to say. Elliot Resnick is an attorney for many acts, but notably Run the Jewels, who's Woo! ginormous. Gigantalytics. And speaking of gigantalytics, we had wrestler Zicky Dice and rocker Zicky Dice on the show. The outlandish Zicky Dice, which you would be remiss not to qualify him as such. Outlandish AF. We also had Matt Tapani of the band The Mogul yes. on. Rushed it. Which Keep was my mind. AF. Because he's from our hometown and he was throwing shows back when I was wishing I was throwing shows. And <laughs> we had marijuana cannabis influencer Jessica Golich on. So yeah. I'm telling you, man. I, I guess I'll just talk about Evan Price, who helps bands from the ground up build their business. Yo. If you want to go to an Instagram wherein you'll actually learn something, go to his. I was just going to say follow him on Instagram. I think that that's a good way to stop talking about that. Yeah. That's a lot. I want to hear yeah. your fucking rant. All right. Are you and ready? we're exactly 20 minutes, so it's you, good. You fucking ready? I'm going to re-record this. We're going to go back out. Because I insist on getting a, a separate, uh, isolated recording of you oh, talking smack well, about. You guys got to time it, though. I don't want to look at the clock. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Mr. Scott Waldman, I would like to hear from you about all of this bachelor bullshit. What's going on with Pete? What's going on with Hannah? What's going on with Colton? What's going on with this new season? Did they end it early and then start a new one? What about the next guy? In the middle of everything, they had to finally get the first Black Bachelor? Was that pandering or was that smart? You tell me when to start. Please. On you. I have theories. I thought that they really, really, really wanted to have Mike be the first black bachelor. Yeah. But can't interrupt me. It's my rant. But <laughs> um, during bachelor in paradise, he was on kind of as his like test run and he was pretty boring. Ah. And so my theory is that they were building it and then they're like, Oh, we can't build a whole season around him. So they got Pete and ah. you know, Pete was a relatively young one and maybe not exactly ready for marriage. Yeah, And so it didn't work out the way, I mean, it worked out in terms of drama, but it didn't yeah. work out in the romantic sense. And just here's a random bachelor statistic. Cause you know, I love the show. There is only one male bachelor contestant to have, you know, proposed to the girl who won the, won their season and they're still together. Correct. None who is it? Have, whereas the bachelorette, a number of them have. Oh, that's majority. But who is it? That's the real Emily. Do you know who the one male bachelor wedding uh, marriage to last is? I don't know anything about the bachelor. It's Sean. It's, it's right. Sean Lowe and Catherine Gudici. Okay, kids. Like this is an interrupted rant, but fine. We're doing it. We're we're fucking live. But basically, the way that it happened now is that Claire is around my age. She did the show. She's been on every single possible spinoff of The Bachelor. She was on The Winter Game. She was on Paradise. She was on all yeah. those shows. And I think that, like, she really, like, probably found someone and didn't want to waste time anymore because her biological clock is ticking. And hey. then they 
they were like, oh, well, this gives us an opportunity to be diverse again. Yeah. We just cast a black bachelor. So let's cast a ba- black bachelor at Tasha. And I don't know. I think, I think it's, it's, it's pandering, but it makes sense. It, they needed to do it. All right. Two minutes and 40 seconds. Give you give us one rat little cap off. Who sh- what should they do next? Where are we going in the bachelor universe? I think that they should cast outside the franchise again like they used to. Pick a pick a fresh one, don't go from a previous season. Yeah. I think so that because I feel that like a lot of these people who go on the show are doing it right now to build their brands and to be famous and whenever they say, "Oh, you're here for the right reasons." No one's there for the fucking right reasons. <laughs> They're there because they want to further their brand or get famous or whatever. I mean, you say you want to find love and you say you tried everything and this is the way, the one wherein literally it works maybe 3% of the time. This is the like this is how you this is your last fucking resort, like just call spade a spade. <laughs> there it is. There, there's the rant I was looking for. Woo! Right? I, mean, yeah. I I love the show and I hate watching it with my wife and one of, you know, the coolest things ever was that Jed took me to a finale and I got to see like the behind the scenes rigmarole and we were treated like we were like the director's kids or something. It was crazy. It's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> and and that was the one where Pete's mom was in the audience. Yep. And that was when we were like, what a fucking psycho. <laughs> but this isn't about her. I will share the one story from that day, which is we're standing like, off in the corner of the soundstage. We're watching one of the monitors displaying the shows because we can't like really see the angle. And a group of like 20 people who are all clearly producers because they're all touching each other nonstop move in a herd right in front of us. And I'm like, Scott, and I lean over and there's Hannah Brown Yep, right there. And Scott's like, oh my God, oh my God, it's Hannah. Yeah, but I I didn't say that. I was like, (laughs) mouthing it silently to me. He was like, Kelly, it's Manna. But... All right, there we go. We got him ranting ah. on his favorite subject, The Bachelor. What we're done. The What's the future of Waldman's words, though? Now I want to hear where we're going with the show. Well, I'm just gonna say thank you, Adobe. Thank you, Emily Burke. Thank you, New Edition, Jed Fuchs. The future is we're still booked out for a while. It still airs the same time every single Tuesday, 5 p.m. our time. 8 p.m. East Coast, and we're actually bringing it to Twitch as well with a little pre-show just before at 4 p.m. Pacific, um, 7 p.m. Eastern, and on Tuesdays. Yeah, just just thank you guys all so much for listening. And next week we're gonna have an actual real guest on. So Ooh, yeah. So here's to another 200 episodes. Oh so my god! August well, 27th, 2022. If we're all still alive and not in some irradiated wasteland. Well, about two years from now, we will have episode 300 mathematically. So have a good day. Tip your bartenders and take Viagra. <laughs>